Ed Robertson, hoping you're enjoying this encore presentation of TV Confidential. We'll be back with a brand new edition of the program next week. Hi, this is Joyce Bulletin. You're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson welcoming you to TV Confidential. Radio talk show about television. By now, I am sure that all of you have heard the news of the passing of Bill Daly. Bill Daly, the actor known around the world as Roger Healy on I Dream a Genie, and Howard Borden on The Bob Newhart Show. You may recall that we spoke to Bill Daly back in June 2014 here on TV Confidential. We talked about Genie and The Bob Newhart Show. Plus, we talked about Bill's background as a bass player and his longtime friendship with Bob Newhart, which dated back to the 1950s. We will replay our conversation with Bill Daly in our second hour, and we hope you'll stay tuned for that as well. In the meantime, we'll spend a few minutes this hour talking about another icon who passed away last week, that being Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds passed away on Thursday, September 6th at the age of 82. Of course, most of you know that Burt Reynolds was a major motion picture star throughout the 70s and 80s, including five consecutive years, 1977 through 1982, as the number one star at the box office. But Burt Reynolds also had an extensive body of work in television, both early and late in his career, including supporting roles on Gunsmoke and Riverboat, starring roles on four shows of his own, including Hawk, Dan August, Evening Shade, and B.L. Stryker, plus a memorable guest appearance on the original Twilight Zone. We have had a chance to talk to a few people who knew and worked with Burt Reynolds throughout his career. We will play a few highlights of those conversations as we begin our program tonight, starting with a clip from a conversation with actor Richard Anderson that originally aired in November 2009. Richard Anderson co-starred with Burt Reynolds on Dan August, Dan August, the ABC detective series produced by Quinn Martin in 1970, 71. As we pick up the conversation, Richard Anderson told us that he's still touch with Bert. He lives in Florida. There's another fellow that's very interesting, too. He's part Native American. It turns out his father was the was the sheriff of uh, Palm Beach. <laughs> and I finally went to a, a gathering that was honoring uh, Bert. And this is Bert's whole, you know, inside, you know. Parents, you know, are big in, in one's life. But this was the big thing. After, after it was over, Bert left a minute earlier, and he went to a room in there, and I went in because I had to, to go to the men's room, and there he was talking to his father, and he's saying, Dad, Dad, they're honoring me here. They're honoring me here. Don't you get it, Dad? He says, i got to go, the old man said. You know, he treated him, you know, like, what are you doing uh, 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 pretending in your life? Isn't that something? Doing yeah. pretending in your life, meaning, you know, acting is all pretending. But it really had a great effect on Bert's life. Now, there's another guy that was that was really fun to work with as well. Well, we like to joke on the show about Dan August. The only thing people remember is that sequence in the beginning where Bert flies over the car. But <laughs> just doing some homework on the show, I understand he really threw himself into the show in terms of um, getting it done behind the scenes and also working very hard to promote it. Love the idea of the show. I wanted to do it, and I guess we ran into some tough competition. But the fact was, uh, I agree with you. I enjoyed enjoy the show very much, particularly Bert. But he, you know, he could get angry and he could get fun. One day I came out. He says, "You know, I don't have a spleen." <laughs> <laughs> so 
talking about, you know. Well, he'd seen a scene I did, you know, or something, and I just finished a big scene. And he just liked it, you know, he liked what I did. And then he says, you know, I can't always get there sometime. I don't have a spleen. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, he lost about it playing football. Here's one that is my observation of him, as well as Lee Majors, the two of them. I have a feeling also that they saw me with, with Bert, and when, when they, um, they were recasting Six Mill, they, um, you know, they thought, well, this is similar in a sense, you know, because I was playing his boss, too. And uh, I came to the conclusion these two guys would have taken acting and just passed on it or threw it in the trash can if they could have been professional football players. Right. He still thinks that's the real you know, that's the real thing to have been. Yeah. Isn't that interesting how it is? Actor Richard Anderson on how if Burt Reynolds hadn't injured himself playing football, he probably would have pursued a career as a professional athlete and how Reynolds always struggled with how his father perceived his ultimate decision to become a professional actor. That was from a conversation that aired in November 2009 here on TV Confidential. Burt Reynolds died Thursday, September 6th at the age of 82. Richard Anderson co-starred with Burt Reynolds on Dan August. Dan August, of course, was a Quinn Martin production. In this next clip, Richard tells us the story of the time that he met Quinn Martin's mother one day during the year in which he filmed Dan August. Well, you know, you never meet that guy, you know. <laughs> All you do, he acts upon it, you see. I must say, I was in the park one day with my daughters in Beverly Hills here, and, uh, I, I, an older woman comes up to me and she says, Mr. Anderson, I think you're wonderful in this show, uh, Quinn Martin, because I'm the mother of uh, Quinn Martin. <laughs> that was oh, that's cool. There. And she said, um, she said, I just thought you were wonderful. And I said, well, thank you. And, and he reminds me a bit of uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. And I'm a great, great, um, you know, I'm a history person. Mm -hmm. and I knew about uh, all his story and Quinn was very much on the page, you know what I mean? On the page, uh, writing and, and all of that, and knew, knew, that's why it worked for him. And um, and she uh, evidently, next day Quinn came down on the set. <laughs> Bert looked at him and he went up right over to me and he says, uh, my mother said she saw you yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Quinn, get the hell out of here, look at Bert. <laughs> Actor Richard Anderson on the time he met Quinn Martin's mother one day while filming Dan August and how Quinn Martin reminded him, Richard Anderson, a little bit of F. Scott Fitzgerald. That was from a conversation that aired in November 2009 here on TV Confidential. Richard Anderson co-starred with Burt Reynolds on Dan August. By our estimation, Richard Anderson appeared in just about every other show produced by Quinn Martin between 1964 and 19. 73. In many cases, such as The Fugitive and the FBI, he appeared in more than one episode of those series. In this next clip, we asked Richard Anderson about his experiences working with Quinn Martin. I worked on several other shows with him. I remember once um, he gave me a wonderful part, which I can't recall. It might have been a kind of series, but it might have been on a series that I can't recall. But I got some wonderful, wonderful parts uh, in his. Uh, list of works and I worked a lot there you know at uh, that 
Samuel Goldwyn Studios where we shot everything. Actor Richard Anderson from a conversation that originally aired in November 2009 here on TV Confidential. Richard Anderson played the chief of police on Dan August, the Quinn Martin production starring Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds passed away on Thursday, September 6th at the age of 82. Among the directors who worked with Burt Reynolds on Dan August was our friend Ralph Sanansky. When Ralph appeared on TV Confidential back in February 2014, we talked about Dan August, among other things, and particularly how hard Burt Reynolds worked behind the scenes to make that show a success, including flying to cities across the country on weekends to make promotional appearances. Absolutely, because Burt said to me you know, at one point, that this was his fourth series, and he said, if it, if this doesn't go, he said, you know, where his career had no place else to go. Uh, Bert would Bert would work would uh, if if he had to be called back early. You know, the, the actors had a twelve hour. You, you couldn't call them back uh, earlier than twelve hours without uh, without uh, penalties. Mm-hmm. And Bert would always came back in. He he did not demand. Uh, he would finish a week of shooting and then on Friday night would fly off like a t- to Minneapolis to some convention. Mm-hmm. And this was, this was before it went on the air. I mean, he, was, he did everything he could. And, of course, the, 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 the great story there is that when I first went to do the first show and the producer was Tony Spinner, who, whom I knew because I'd worked with Tony before. Mm-hmm. Tony was a great guy. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> Tony's advice to me was now... You have to watch Bert because he's going to try to be charming. And if there's one thing Bert doesn't have, it's charm. <laughs> well, of course, of course, we all know what happened. Dan August only went the one year, but within a couple of years, he became one of the biggest box office stars ever. I mean, and in fact, if, if, if yeah, I... yeah, with with that movie, I can't remember the name of it. A Deliverance. Yeah, but but the other thing is that I don't know. I, I guess it was, I think it was Fred Silverman who was the head of ABC at the, at the time of that, because Bert, soon after Dan August was was canceled, Bert made his first appearance on the Johnny Carson show, mm-hmm. where he just, you know, he just, the charm just erupted. And uh, I have read that the next day that Quinn Martin got a call, and I think it was Silverman, who said, where was that guy during Dan August? <laughs> if he had been in Dan August, he would, the show would have been canceled. Yeah, but... but- but in fairness to Bert, Dan August was, it was a cop show. And, you know, I mean, it, it was a so, cop show in the Quinn Martin uh, well, vein. That, well, that, well that, that was the problem, is that Quinn himself did not have the sense of humor to, to do a show like that. I mean, uh, Dan August could have been uh, another rock file. Yeah. You, yeah. you could have done those same stories. Uh, and the fact that, that, that he was charming and that you were going at it, with a little less grit, it could have worked. Yeah, uh, I, but when and and also Tony Spinner, mm-hmm. Spinner was not the person to do that. Char, Charlie Larson would have been better at that because Charlie on the FBI was able to to get the, the nitty gritty, but he he didn't. It, it wasn't as sour as Dan August was. Yeah, no, it, and, and again, it. it there, it, it speaks to one of the vagaries of television, and, and, and it's, sometimes it's timing, and sometimes it's making sure you have the right people, the, the, the right combination, the right combination in place. You know, uh, because I I never thought of this before, but I can see 
You mentioned that Dan, I mean, Dan August could have been developed along the lines of a Rockford Files. I can see that because it was a small town and where, every, where everyone knew him. And that's a, I, I, I could, depending on, you know, um, how the stories are written and how Bert was utilized, I could see, I, 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 I could see that working in that way. Yeah, you know, and, and Quinn later uh, did a show that was a cop show, but, but was not as nitty, it was not as gritty as that. Barnaby Jones. Barnaby Jones, that's right, you know, which we mentioned and, earlier. And, and Cannon. Director Ralph Sinensky from a conversation that originally aired in February 2014 here on TV Confidential, talking about how Dan August might have been a more successful vehicle for Burt Reynolds, had the stories and had the producers involved in the show tailored the stories more to utilize Reynolds' inherent charm. Burt Reynolds passed away Thursday, September 6th at the age of 82. We're going to take a break right now, but when we come back, we'll air a clip from a conversation in 2010 featuring actor James Best. Burt Reynolds knew James Best for more than 40 years and played a prominent role in his life and career on more than one occasion. All that and more coming up after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. And Robertson, with enough time to tell you that our friends at Time Life, working alongside the trustees of the Robin Williams estate, have now made Robin Williams' comic genius available at retail for the very first time in three different configurations, including a five-DVD collector set edition that is available exclusively at Walmart. The five-DVD edition of Robin Williams' comic genius includes the crown jewels of Robin's stand-up career, all five of his HBO specials, spanning the periods of 1978 through 2009, plus rare archival footage of Robin's early stand-up career, as well as raw footage from HBO's promo shoots and press interviews, and brand new interviews with Louis Black and Robin's manager, David Steinberg. That is all included in the five-DVD edition of Robin Williams' Comic Genius, the five-DVD edition of Robin Williams' Comic Genius is available exclusively at Walmart. Story Salon is Los Angeles' longest-running storytelling venue. We have live shows every Wednesday in Studio City, as well as solo shows, podcasts, CDs, and several books. Los Angeles Daily News calls Story Salon gemstones of narrative, something new, funny, astonishing. Sunset Magazine says... Tales tall, tragic, and tantalizing. All of this makes Story Salon one of the most eclectic entertainment experiences available. You can learn more about us by going to our Facebook page or by visiting our website at www.storysalon.com. Accredited by Guinness World Records, welcome to Archival Television Audio Incorporated. A peerless TV soundtrack archive preserving the audio from television's first three decades, the 1950s, 60s, and 70s, the golden and silver age of television. For more information, go to atvaudio.com. Ed Robertson, author friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series a set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a, little, a thing or two well, about. Well, you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have, many have happened to me, many have happened to friends of mine. 
It's not, if you're looking for Valley of the Dolls, it's not, it's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes. Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle. But Fall Again series. Ed Robertson, hoping you're enjoying this encore presentation of TV Confidential. We'll be back with a brand new edition of the program next week. Hi, this is Jacqueline Smith. You're listening to TV Confidential. You can hit him, kick him, generally abuse him, set him on fire, we'll abuse him. Heaven knows he won't hold a grudge. Ed Robertson, welcoming you back to TV Confidential Radio Talk Show about television that has been paying tribute to Burt Reynolds as part of our program tonight. Burt Reynolds, the prolific film and television actor and one-time box office star who passed away Thursday, September 6th at the age of 82. We've been playing clips of conversations with people who worked with Burt Reynolds and who knew him well. Early in the program, we heard from actor Richard Anderson and director Ralph Sinensky. Now we're going to play a clip from a conversation we had in 2010 with actor James Best. James Best knew Burt Reynolds for nearly 50 years. They worked together on many occasions, both in film and on television. James Best also wrote and directed parts of three movies for Burt Reynolds, The End, Gator, and Hooper, albeit uncredited. As we pick up the conversation, we said to James, Bert has been a very important person to you both as a friend, as an actor over the years, hasn't he? Yes. Well, I'll tell you, Bert, I knew Bert when he first, he did the uh, uh, riverboat thing with Darren McGavin. Mm -hmm. And uh, we lived very close together. And uh, I had an acting school over in the valley and he lived out right up, he was married to Judy Carnes at that time, a socket to me girl. Mm -hmm. Laughing. And uh, Bert and I used to go out and, you know, uh, we partied later on when he, when he got divorced and, uh, and I got divorced. And, uh, and you know, we, we chummed around together with, uh, with Bobby Fuller and, 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 some, and Clint Eastwood and those people. And we had a lot of fun together. And then I, later on, I did a lot of shows with Bert. You know, I did Gunsmokes with him. And then when he did his uh, detective thing in New York. Hawk. Yeah, yeah. I never can remember that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can. <laughs> but, <I've, laughs> but anyway... Uh, it was still uh, a good show. I did Hooper. Uh, I did rewrites on Hooper, and I, I geared the movie after uh, Sally Field, uh, uh, Stepfather, Jacques Mahoney. Mm -hmm. And uh, I didn't get credit for it, but that, that's, that's okay. Uh, when you work with Bert, you, you get paid for acting or whatever, but that's about <laughs> it. You, <laughs> The, the credit, you know, I did the the rewrites on the end, too. You mentioned the, the thing. I wrote myself in there purposely so I could get a residual. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Hooper, I gave half of my part to uh, to uh, Brian, Brian Keith. Keith. And Bert, uh, Bert suggested that because Brian Keith had a, uh, a condominium in Hawaii, and he owed Brian Keith a favor, so he asked if I would give some of my part to him, and I said, heck yes. I ended up giving him the bigger part, but uh, that wasn't my choice either. <laughs> James Best from a conversation about his friend Burt Reynolds that originally aired in May 2010 here on TV Confidential. In his memoir, Best in Hollywood, James Best devotes an entire chapter to Burt Reynolds. Among other things, he shares the story of the time when he became seriously ill from smoke inhalation poisoning after filming a television show back in 1968. The illness came at a particularly low point in Best's life and career. One of the people who helped James Best get back on his feet was Burt Reynolds. 
Burt Reynolds died Thursday, September 6th at the age of 82. One more, Adam. The Innovators Global Summit is a two-day event coming up in San Francisco that will shed light on the work of physician innovators all over the world who are doing their part to affect change in healthcare. While physicians are considered the scientific leaders in healthcare, they aren't always recognized for their efforts pushing for change and improvement in healthcare. And yet many physician innovators are doing some amazing things related to healthcare in different areas all around the world. The inaugural Innovation MD Global Summit 2020 will be held January 11th and January 12th at UCSF Mission Bay in San Francisco, very close to the waterfront. It will showcase the work of physician innovators and hopefully inspire others to learn and ignite innovation in healthcare. To register for the Innovator Global Summit 2020, go to IGS2020.com, 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 IGS2020.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.